It's Coffee O'Clock and it brings me great pleasure and joy to welcome you to Coffee with a Counselor's podcast. My name is Simon. I'm a wife, relationship and connection specialist, marriage blogger and daughter of God. I love relationships, so I'm very excited to be sharing about relationships over a good cup of coffee. My cup is steaming and I hope yours is too. Welcome to my podcast on Mastering the Art of Compliments. Today we're discussing the importance of compliments, why do we find it so hard to give or receive compliments, how not to receive a compliment, and finally I will give you steps to help you master the art of giving and receiving compliments. Compliments are one of the most extraordinary components of social life. If done well, they infuse positivity and affirmation into spaces and relationships. Compliments are powerful little gifts of love. And I believe that giving and receiving compliments is a powerful and fundamental social skill that so many of us are lacking in. But the wonderful thing about skills is that they can be learned. And in the case of compliments, the returns are great and immediate. You can see how giving and receiving compliments escalates the atmosphere of positivity, fosters flow in conversations, acts as a sweet icebreaker or conversation starter, encourages reciprocal dialogue, and overall, it just makes us feel good. Many of us find it hard to hear nice things about ourselves, and even more so to accept the compliment as truth. This is because compliments tell us we are worthy of being noticed. When people compliment us, it means we've been seen or heard and evaluated. And this can feel threatening for some of us. We've become good at deflecting attention away from us. And we all have our go-to statements that we use to reject or contradict those compliments. You know what I'm talking about. The first time this was consciously brought to my attention was by a psychologist I was seeing. One session, she asked me, why do you always do that? It had become so habitual that I didn't even know what she was referring to. Why did I do what? She asked, why do I dismiss compliments? She had remarked on my dress and my go-to response when receiving a compliment was to tell her it was on sale and to tell her the shop that I bought it from. In itself, not bad answers, but she didn't ask me how much it cost or where I bought it. She just said she liked it. And my automatic deflection of her statement meant that I completely missed the compliment, missed the opportunity to have it make me smile that day, and completely missed the opportunity of connecting with her with a gracious thank you in return. There are three reasons why we need to be more aware of how we give and receive compliments. Number one, compliments don't only benefit the receiver, but also the giver of the compliment. The receiver's benefit is being reminded that they are worthy of being noticed and valued. And the giver's benefit is in feeling good about making another person feel good. Compliments are a free gift. Compliments are actually a part of assertive communication and they are essential for conversations, building relationships and growing in our self-esteem. While I'm using the experience with my psychologist as an example because it was the first time I was made to be aware of my response to compliments, I know I have rejected countless other compliments. When I reject compliments, I invariably invalidate the complimenter's judgment 
and I can make them feel silly for noticing and commenting on something as inexpensive as my dress. I do know that our words have impact on those around us. Secondly, it's worth accepting the compliment both for our emotional and our mental health. When you push positive memories or experiences like compliments away, we are actually losing the ability to experience joy over positive remarks. So over time, we dilute the potency of positivity and it becomes harder and harder to access these parts of ourselves. You will be able to tell that it was a positive statement, but you will not feel the warm glow of pride, warm fuzzy feelings of joy, and the smile will not meet your eyes. People who routinely dismiss positive compliments have a harder time accessing the positive parts of themselves. Number three, compliments can be a powerful tool for motivation. Studies have shown that the same area of the brain is activated when a person is rewarded with a compliment or with money. Much like a money reward, compliments improve performance and increase the likelihood of that positive behavior being repeated. This is as true for leading a team as it is in leading and parenting children. So why do we find it so hard to accept compliments? The first thing is because we can feel it is boastful to accept something good about ourselves. When we receive a compliment, we might be very tempted to justify or qualify our success. You may say it wasn't you, that you were just fortunate, that anyone could have done it, that it was no big deal. Secondly, because of a low self-esteem. When we think very little of ourselves and have an unfavorable impression of who we are, we don't see much value in who we are and we are continually comparing ourselves to others and we often feel we come up second best in our own eyes. So when someone compliments us, this compliment jars with the negative and mostly wrong, I'll have you know, truth that we hold about ourselves. Our brain is now wrestling two possibilities. Either we were wrong about the negative things we say about ourselves or the person giving us the compliment doesn't mean it and they may be lying. To admit that we might be wrong about the way that we negatively see ourselves would require effort to change this thinking. So it's easier and less effort for our brains to come to the conclusion that the complimenter must have been lying. And so our mouths respond with some kind of rejection or contradiction or justification of the compliment instead of accepting and embracing it. Let's get real with ourselves. I'd like you to take a moment to think or write down some of the unhelpful thoughts you associate with being complimented that actually prevent you from receiving the compliment gracefully and accepting the compliment. Some thoughts might be, oh, they don't really mean it. They're just trying to be nice. They must want something from me. If I accept this compliment, it means I'm being vain. If I accept this compliment, they will think I'm vain. Now, what are some helpful thoughts that you can use to challenge these unhelpful thoughts that you've thought of or written down? Take a moment to think about these helpful thoughts or to write them down. It could be something like this. The compliment may have been genuine. 
or you are just as entitled to receive a compliment as anyone else. Or it might make you feel more positive today if you accept this compliment. Or don't spend so much time thinking about why they complimented you and rather appreciate that they took the time to say something nice. You see, our unhelpful thoughts are preventing us from accepting compliments graciously. This unhelpful way of thinking, it doesn't serve you. So it must be challenged and changed. Possibly the unhelpful thought that I resonate with the most is my concern that if I accept the compliment, it'll come across as if I'm vain or arrogant. I think this is a mistake that many of us Christians make in unconsciously equating humility with downplaying, dismissing, discrediting self. But downplaying, dismissing, discrediting, discounting self is just insecurity, not humility. And I do not believe that we are called to be insecure Christians. A secure Christian firstly loves the Lord God with all of our hearts, all of our soul and all of our mind. Secondly, a secure Christian loves our neighbor as we love ourselves. We must not allow our innate self-focus to manifest in arrogance or vanity, but we also must not allow our innate self-focus to manifest in insecurity. It may be surprising to think of insecurity as being self-focused, much like arrogance is, but unfortunately our insecurities invariably make us self-obsessed and they often get in the way of our ability to love the people God has placed in our lives. I think a humble person would freely and gracefully give and receive a compliment because as C.S. Lewis said, true humility is not thinking less of yourself, it is thinking of yourself less. Humble people would remember that they were made by God and so when they get a compliment, they would thank God for making them that way. Now before we can talk about how to receive a compliment, I thought I should tell you a little something about how not to receive a compliment. In the place of accepting and embracing a compliment gracefully, we typically reject compliments with one of the following D words. We discount or disagree with a part of the compliment. So when someone says they like our dress, we might say, oh, I'm not too sure about the color. Or we might dismiss or deflect the compliment. Oh, this old thing, oh, it's nothing special. Or we may completely dismiss the compliment by changing the subject. Finally, these aren't actually D words, but I know so many of us do it that I had to include it anyway. So many of us receive compliments with nervous laughter, with sarcasm, or some kind of self-deprecating talk. Again, I'd like you to take a moment to think or write down about the last time you were complimented and see if you can remember how you reacted. So what are the seven steps to mastering the art of receiving a compliment? Number one, use eye contact. Sit or stand up straight. Unfold your arms. Our body is talking all the time. In fact, it is said that 90% of what we communicate is non-verbal and 10% is verbal. So be conscious of how you receive the compliment non-verbally. Number two, listen to their words and repeat them in your head. She says she likes my dress. 
You do not need to follow this thought with a judgment or criticism in your mind, any of those D words. Instead, take the compliment at face value. She likes my dress. Number three, smile. A compliment is intended to make you feel good. If you frown or look away or fold your arms, it feels very uncomfortable and confusing for the giver. Number four, do not interrupt or assume to know what the giver is going to say. By doing that, you already dismiss the compliment before it's even had a chance to impact you. Also, do not milk the compliment in order to seek reassurance. For example, oh really, do you think so? Just trust that the person is saying it because they mean it. Number five, accept the compliment by saying a sincere and gracious thank you. As simple as that. Number six, you do not need to follow up the thank you with any of the D words, without any nervous laughter or self-criticism, and without feeling like you have to pay them back one in return, unless it's genuine. And number seven, genuinely follow up with an appropriate statement that'll just keep the conversation flowing. Remember, compliments are little gifts of love. They tell someone that they are worthy of being noticed and affirmed. So much like our need to improve in how we receive compliments, we need to be more comfortable with the way in which we give compliments as well. Here are the seven steps to mastering the art of giving compliments. Number one, use eye contact. As before, our body is talking. Look the person in the eye and give them a compliment. Number two, Be honest and real. People can tell the difference between sincerity and phoniness. So ensure that your compliment is being given freely and is a sincere reflection of how you feel. Sincerity is vital in all of our communication because it builds trust and safety in our relationships. And so the opposite is also true. People are very perceptive and sensitive to traces of insincerity as insincerity undermines that trust and safety in the relationship. Number three, avoid those backhanded compliments. These have got to be my worst. Unfortunately, these generally just come across more as an insult than a compliment. A critique is a critique. Don't confuse it with a compliment. A compliment should be 100% positive. Number four, be specific rather than general in your compliment. It has more of an impact on the person. Number five, Why not compliment a characteristic or quality for a change? Now, I love fashion and styling, so I will often be drawn to something that a person is wearing, the way they've done their makeup or styled their hair. And I want to tell them how much I love it. And I really hope that I always do. But I've also tried to be more intentional about not just complimenting appearance or actions that I can see, but characteristics and qualities that I might notice during our time together. For example, something creative they did, a good sense of humor, kindness they showed, generous spirit, an achievement, etc. Number six, use I message. I love, I like, I appreciate, I value. Rather than that's a beautiful top, you could say I love your top. This just really helps you to own your compliment. Finally, number seven. If using a compliment as a conversation starter, why not follow it up with a question that helps the conversation to keep flowing? So if you do want to compliment their dress, you could say, I love your dress. Where did you get it? 
For one week only, my encouragement to each of you is to accept compliments and allow nice affirmations to be your joy button. Do not deflect, do not dismiss, do not nervously laugh or self-criticize. And for the next week, give compliments easily that are genuine and specific. As with all skills, we have to commit to some bravery training. Every day, commit to accepting a compliment, absorb the experience, and take it to heart. It is an opportunity for others to love you and for you to be more loving to yourself. Every day, commit to moving away from rejecting compliments to embracing compliments. Bravery training helps you to learn to be more comfortable with hearing someone talk about your strengths and more comfortable with someone pointing out the good. But because compliments are a powerful and fundamental social skill, commit to some more bravery training and practice how to give compliments. Remember, you don't need to be an expert to do it well. You just need to be genuine. Our call is to move toward relationships with others. So when you give and receive a compliment, you will get so much more than a compliment. You will even get more than just a smile and a warm, fuzzy feeling, although those are nice too. What you will receive is the gift of friendship. I want to thank you for listening in to Coffee with the Counselors podcast on mastering the art of giving and receiving compliments. My next podcast is brewing and I cannot wait to share it with you all over a good cup of coffee with extra foam.